praise the Lord to Bishop James Davis, to uh, Supervisor Davis, to the uh, uh, to the presiding elders, to the pastors, to the preachers, the ministers, and the lay of the Western North Carolina Annual Conference, I bring you greetings on today. It is my honor and privilege uh, to be able to share with you all today at your annual conference. And what I wanted to do, I, I usually, because we're virtual, uh, would be preaching this in front of a green screen at my house. Uh, but we want to thank God the community of hope is back in service. Amen, somebody. <laughs> And so I wanted to preach to you from the Community of Hope AME Church. We want a Community of Hope to take a field trip, amen, uh, to the Western North Carolina Annual Conference. So Western North Carolina Annual Conference, uh, we are grateful to God, and we ask that you would join us as everybody in here is joining us in Isaiah, the 40th chapter. Isaiah, the 40th chapter. Community of Hope, say what's up to Western North Carolina one more again. Come on, give God some praise in here. Amen, amen. Isaiah, the 40th chapter, Isaiah, the 40th chapter, the 27th verse, Isaiah 40, 27, it reads as this. Why do you complain, Jacob? Why do you say, Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord? My cause is disregarded by my God. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow weary or he will not grow tired or weary and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow weary and tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Uh, my brothers and my sisters, I want to share in this moment that is ours, uh, reflect, reset, and revive. Reflect, reset, and revive. Come on, somebody say it or put it in chat. Reflect, reset, and revive. Come on, let me pray one more time. God, in Jesus' name, have your way. We thank you, God, for what you're doing right here in our midst, right there in the Western North Carolina Annual Conference. We give you glory for how you, God, shall move with power. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. It's a very interesting thing, but here we find in the scripture, in Isaiah 40, 27 through the 31st verse, we find the prophet Isaiah writing a word to some folks who were in the midst of hard times. Now, for all my great theologians and biblical scholars among us, uh, that you all uh, would talk about the fact that the book of Isaiah is often seen sometimes as two kind of different kinds of books or a few different books. Uh, the chapters 1 through 39 uh, seem to be addressing the present reality of the children of Israel, while chapter 40 and up uh, seem to be a prophetic word to the children of Israel. And some theologians would argue that they were actually written by two different Isaiahs. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, I believe uh, that God can use somebody to speak in a moment to speak ahead of time as well. Uh, how do I know it? Because God is having me speak to Community of Hope in April and also preach to the Western North Carolina Annual Conference in May all at the same time. And, and so I feel my Isaiah anointing on a little bit this morning. Amen. And, and the thing that I understand is whether it was two Isaiahs that wrote it or whether it was just one Isaiah who got a word from the Lord for somebody at a future time. What I realized is that Isaiah was writing for people.
people who were going through challenging times. And I don't know about you, but in the midst of a rough time, that's when you need a word from the Lord. In the midst of a rough time, that's when you need some hope that you can keep on pressing on. Uh, is there anybody here who knows what it's like to be in the midst of a rough time? Anybody here who knows what it's like to mean to go through challenging times? Anybody uh, uh, on the stream know what it's like to go through hard times? But I want to thank God that I believe in our hardest times. That's when God can give us our biggest word. Amen. That's when God can give us our biggest word of opportunity, our biggest word of possibility, our biggest word of hope. That's why I thank God that they call it the good news. Amen. That even in bad times that there can still be what? good news. And so my brothers and my sisters, as I sit and I look uh, at this uh, 40th chapter of Isaiah, what it caused me to deal with is I believe that uh, if we are going to be all that God has called us to be collectively and individually as the church, the big C, as the small C church, as individuals, as bodies of the believers, as, bodies, as part of the body of Christ, I believe that we've got to reflect, reset, and revive. Turn to your neighbor or put it in the chat and say reflect, reset, and revive. If y'all don't mind, I'm going to go to my points real early because uh, I believe that the, the meat is in the points today. One of the first things you've got to do is you've got to learn to reflect. Turn to your neighbor or put in the chat, reflect, reflect. Reflect, reflect it. That, that is interesting because when I look at this scripture and when I look at what Isaiah did, uh, that Isaiah uh, uh, sat in the thing and he said, why do you complain, Jacob? And why do you say, Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord. My cause is disregarded by my God. Do you not know? Have you not heard the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth? He will not grow tired or weary and his understanding no one can fathom. Now, let me help you. I, I, I was just blessed to be uh, at the Bishop T.D. Jakes' uh, leadership conference. And, and as I was at Bishop T.D. Jakes' leadership conference, I was sitting in the midst of the conference, and, and, and it's interesting because there aren't many spaces uh, uh, that I can go to just be Tony. In a, in a religious nature. In most places I go, I'm Pastor Lee, and there are people who may know me, members who may see me, etc. Or people calling me up to speak. But in this space, I, I was just kind of a not, I, I could just be Tony. And I was sitting there, and as the first song hit, I went into a mode of reflection. And it hit me, good God Almighty, the last two years hit me like a wave and let me know I had been in a fight for the last two years. It, it hit me, it hit me in a way, I, I don't know about you all, but sometimes you don't understand all that you've gone through until you take a pause to reflect on what you've been going through. I, I don't know about you all, but sometimes that we can be a, a, a focused so much in getting through the challenge, amen, somebody, and, and fighting the fight, uh, that you don't realize the weight you've been carrying and how long you've been carrying the weight. Have I got somebody you know what I'm talking about? Because you don't have time to be reflecting. Amen, somebody. Sometimes when you're in the fight, all you got time to do is be swinging. Amen, somebody. You got time to be figuring out how to make stuff happen. You've got time to be figuring out how to do, make it do, what it do. But every now and then, it's important to take a time of reflection. And I was able to sit and 
I was able to reflect in God. You see, I thought, I thought that I had just been dealing the weight I had been feeling, the weight I had been grappling with had just been the weight of being in the midst of a pandemic. Amen, somebody. I thought, but God showed me, son, you've been fighting multiple fights. You've been fighting the pandemic fight, but you've also been fighting the political fight. Whether it was the Trump years or even the years right now, and this last year, you done got locked up twice up on Capitol Hill trying to fight for voters' rights. You've been fighting that, that fight that you've been fighting the police. Amen, somebody. You've been fighting against police brutality, and you've been dealing with uh, what it meant to deal with uh, uh, the challenge of Brother George Floyd. This last two years ain't just about uh, uh, the coronavirus. Amen, somebody. But to be black in America, we couldn't just pause to deal with corona, but we had to deal with George Floyd. And, and, and me and Reverend Bill, I remember being at the site of the brother. Brother was killed and navigating and working with the folks out there that, that God said you've been fighting uh, uh, the, the police, that you've been fighting a uh, 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 pastoring fight, that you've been trying to make sure that the people of your community have been all right. And that all uh, a pandemic long, you've been feeding people in your church, has fed over 350,000 boxes of groceries a day in and day out. Y'all been out there in the streets making sure that people were fed and you've been burying people that even when a folks couldn't come to the home going services, it may be 10 of y'all in a room, but you've been trying to help folks grieve the loss of their loved ones. The, the God said you've had personal fights, your own personal challenges and issues that you've been fighting all time long. And every now and then you've got to reflect. Somebody I'm asking you to reflect. What's been your fight? The what has been weighing you down? The what has been the weight that's on you that you've got to take time to reflect? But the thing I want you to know, uh, whether it's the Western North Carolina Annual Conference or everybody who's in front of me right now, is I want you to know that and what I love about the scripture is it does not let us stop at personal reflection. You see the scripture says, why do you complain and why do you say that? That's personal reflection. Why are you upset with God? That's personal reflection. Why are you saying that God's not hearing my cry? That's personal reflection. But then it caused you to also uh, deal with cosmic reflection. And cosmic reflection, it says, is that do you not know and have you not heard that the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth? You see, every now and then, uh, after you do your personal reflection about what you've been dealing with and what you're working through and how tired you are and, and how labored you are, every now and then, uh, you've got to then do some cosmic reflection and think about how good God is. Because when you think about how good God is, it puts a perspective on your personal reflection. And when you start to think about how good God is, then you can understand that even in the midst of hard times, that God has been able to. When you start to think about how good God is, and you can think about that even in the midst of hard times, that God has been making a way, whether it's for you personally, whether it's for the church, that God has made a way. All pandemic long, have I got somebody who can bear witness of the power of God to make a way out of no way? That I know some folks got new houses in the pandemic, they got new marriages in the pandemic, they got promotions in the pandemic, the churches grew in the pandemic, the churches didn't shut down in the pandemic because God is able and I need you to reflect on the goodness of the Lord and say if it had not been for the Lord that was on my side, I don't know where I would be that when you reflect on your personal and you reflect on the cosmic, then you can say that God is a good God. Oh, yes, God is. Ah, yeah, Lord. 
First thing you've got to do is you've got to reflect. The second thing you've got to do is you've got to reset. Turn to your neighbor and tell them reset. Or put it in the chat, say reset. A reset, you've got to, to reset, you've got to reset. One of the things uh, that I understood and I learned, I used to have a Galaxy Note. I used to have a Galaxy Note and with my Galaxy sometimes uh, the, the phone may get slow. Sometimes the phone may get weird on me. Sometimes the phone wouldn't do what it needed to do. And, 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 I, and the text ain't coming through, right? Uh, but what I learned when I, I then went to tech support, as they said, Mr. Lee, what you need to do sometimes is to do a soft reset. Lord, have mercy. Right? Sometimes you do a soft reset. A soft reset is just when you turn it off and turn it back on. It's like because sometimes what can happen is you've got the apps that are doing so much in the background. It's got too much going on, Lord have mercy, and it's weighing it down. Oh, God. It's just too much going on. It's just too many different applications trying to do too many different things. And, and, and because it's too many things happening in the background, Lord have mercy, you've got to do a soft reset. You turn it off and you turn it back on. And it can get it working right. And, and I believe that somebody here, you've got to turn some stuff off, Lord have mercy, and, and turn it back on. I believe that you've got to do a soft reset, Lord have mercy, in order to get some things working. I believe uh, the, for the church, for the body of believers, for us today, that we've got to maybe do a soft reset. But, but let me help you. But, 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 but sometimes I do a soft reset, Reverend Bill, and it wouldn't fix it. I, I tell them. Then I turned the phone off. I turned it back on. And it was still giving me the same problem. And that's when tech support said, well, sometimes you got to do a hard reset. And you got to put it back to factory settings. And I believe, Lord have mercy, that every now and then, God does a hard reset. And I believe that for the body of believers, I'm not saying that God sent Corona, but I am saying God can use Corona. And God has used this season for the body of believers as a hard reset. Now let me help you understand the difference between a soft reset and a hard reset. With a soft reset, everything you had on the phone is still there. All the apps are still there. But with a hard reset, they say you do the hard reset because it puts it back to factory settings. Puts it back to factory settings. And what they say is, the Reverend then what you do is, you start to reload your apps. Because sometimes the issue is not that it was too much going on, but you've got a faulty app. That you've got a faulty app. And so because you've got a faulty app, You've got to reset to the factory settings and then start adding apps and see what works. And if you add an app and stuff doesn't work, you know the problem is the app and not the phone. And every now and then, they told me sometimes you can have an app that used to work, but because of the new upgrade, it don't work as well in the ecosystem. So it doesn't mean that the old app was a bad app. 
It just means it's not right for this season. trying to help somebody here. I'm trying to help a preacher here. I'm trying to help a church here. I'm trying to help community of hope here. I need y'all to understand that God sometimes does a reset because today is not yesterday. And what worked yesterday may not work today. And I've come back on our first day back community of hope and to give a word to the Western North Carolina Conference to let you know this church will not be the same church. Lord have mercy that it was two years ago because this is a different season and God has done a hard reset that we've got to be able to see what God is trying to do in this season. We've got to be able to see what God is, that means what God did last season was bad. It just means in this moment, in this time, Lord have mercy. Somebody in your life, you've got to do a hard reset. You've got to look at some of the people in your life, some of the places in your life, some of the habits in your life, some of your proclivities, and understand some stuff got to be shut down, not to come back. You've got to add some new things along the journey. You've got to reset. Oh, the first thing, y'all going to talk about, but where was that in the scripture? But, but I love it because it says what? Uh, that, uh, but those who hope in the Lord, will renew their strength. Somebody, your reset is in the renewal. And God is about to renew your strength in a way you've never dreamed of or imagined. But the last thing that I'm up out of here is you've got to revive. Turn to your neighbor and say, revive. Come on, put it in the chat, revive. Revive, revive, revive. The scripture says, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. I believe that in this season, it's not just enough. Uh, it's not just enough to be able to reflect. It's not just enough to reset. But you've got to revive. And I've come by to speak to somebody, to some church leader, to some parishioner, to somebody in the house today to let you know that God wants to revive you. That God wants to spark a revival in your life. God wants to spark a revival in your situation. God wants to spark a revival in your church. God wants to what? Revive. Turn to somebody and say revive. Now, I need you to understand and I need you to be clear that one of the challenges often in our lives is that we believe that God has to change our situation to revive us. But I want to let you know that God wants to use your situation to revive you. See, see oftentimes that we want God to move the storm. And God is saying, no, I'm going to use the storm to take you higher. That somebody who is watching somebody who, 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 who is with us today, you've got to understand that God wants to use your storm, Lord have mercy, as a part of your revival to take you higher. Reverend, how can you believe that God wants to use my storm to take me higher? But we find it here in the text. It says that, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. Now, I need y'all to understand that the interesting thing about eagles is that eagles do not run from the storm. They run to the storm. 
Let me help you. Let me help you. Eagles are this phenomenal, majestic birds. Eagles are this phenomenal, majestic birds. And, and, and what it is, and what I want you to see is, uh, the eagles don't fly. Eagles soar. Regular birds fly. Eagles soar. Soaring is a more efficient form of flying. See, regular birds flap their wings. And that's how they're able to get to where they need to get to. Eagles spread their wings and let the wind do the work. And I believe that it's time for some folks, whether it's here at Community of Hope or in the Western North Carolina Conference, to start to spread our wings. And I believe that even in the midst of the storm, that God is going to use the storm to help us go higher. Well, what do you mean, Reverend? Well, if you look at eagles, what I learned about eagles is the eagles uh, end up when a storm is coming. Eagles understand that there are bigger updrafts in the storm. Eagles understand that the wind is much more in the storm. And so what eagles do and what eagles understand is that if I just go and face the storm, that I can use the wind of the storm, Lord have mercy, and spread my wings to take me higher. Uh, the, the, the wind where I'm at right now isn't enough to take me, Lord have mercy, to where God wants me to go. Uh, and, and so eagles understand that while all the other birds are flapping uh, and using all their own power, uh, all I've got to do is spread my wings uh, and let the wind uh, take me uh, to where I need to go. Somebody today, uh, I want to let you know uh, that the storm uh, isn't passing over. Uh, you about to pass over the storm. Uh, I want to let you know that the storm, I didn't come by to say, peace be still to the storm. I came by to say, spread your wings in the storm. Because if you spread your wings, we'll be able to go a little higher. I don't know, Lord have mercy, what's going to happen with Corona. I don't know what's going to happen with our political situation. I don't know what's going to happen with police brutality. But I do know that God can use the storm that if we spread our wings we can go a bit higher we can fight the good fight in the midst of the storm we can fight the good fight in the midst of our challenge I don't know what's happening in your household I don't know what's happening in your marriage I don't know what's happening in your finances but I've come by to tell somebody at your church spread your wings and let's go higher stop laughing stop using up all your energy, but spread your wings and face the storm and let it take you higher. Now I told you the storm may not be passing over, but you can pass over the storm because an eagle can get in the storm, but don't have to stay in the storm. But an eagle can spread its wings and go above the storm. If I got anybody in here, if I got anybody online, says it's my time to fly. It's my time to go higher. I've got to spread my wings and let the Lord do it. The Bible says that I will store like the wings of an eagle. Run and not get weary. Walk and not faint. I dare somebody to shout higher. Come on somebody shout higher. Shout higher. Put it in the chat higher. I'm about to go higher, cause I'm spreading my wings, I 
I don't care what the storm looks like. I'm going higher. Higher in my family. Higher in my money. Higher with my honey. Higher in my marriage. Higher with my children. Higher with my church. Higher in my leadership. Higher, 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 higher. Higher, 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 higher. Somebody shout higher. Somebody put in the chat higher. I'm going higher. Revive us again. Revive us again. God said revival. God take us higher. Lord, lift me up and let me stand. By faith on heaven's table land. No higher plane than I have found. Lord, plant my feet on higher, on higher, on higher ground. Somebody shout higher. Somebody shout higher. Somebody shout higher. Shout it till you feel better. Shout it till you know better. Shout it till you're convinced that God's about to take me what? Higher. Lord, send a revival and let it start in me. Lord, send a revival and let it start with me. I know it's been a rough couple of years, but I've come by to let you know this is a season of reflection, season to reset, and a season of revival. And I believe that as the body of believers, it's time for us to go what? About to go higher. About to go higher. About to go higher. About to go higher. The devil thought he had us, but we got away. The devil thought he killed us, but we got away. The devil thought he shut us down, but we started doing our church online because we didn't just go to church, we are the church. So we can give God glory online, and we can give God glory in the sanctuary. And in this season, there's a world that needs to hear a word of hope. In the midst of hopelessness, we're about to help take the world what? Higher to God's honor and to God's glory. Higher, 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 higher. About to go what? Higher. My God, Jesus. If in the chat, if at the Western North Carolina Annual Conference, even here in the house, if you are unemployed, this word is for you. As God takes you higher, God's going to get you higher I just heard it in my ear. I just heard it in my ear. Just heard it in my ear. As God takes you higher, God's going to get you higher In the house today, if you need to go higher, if the reality is you're a bit tired, 
The reality is the weight has been heavy. The reality is that when you look back over it, you've been in a fight. Fight for your life. And you want to go higher. You need revival. I want you to stand wherever you are. In the chat, just say it's me. Say it's me. The Western North Carolina Annual Conference. You're a preacher and you're tired. Just put a something in the chat. If you're a lay person and you're tired, put something in the chat. If you're you've been fighting a fight and you need a revival, put something in the chat. Believing that God is about to take us what? God's about to send revival. It's about to give you what you need. I love God because God can be efficient with you. You've been trying to do all the work and just flapping all you can. Trying to get through it. But God is saying just spread your wings and trust. I'm going to be the wind beneath your wings. And I will take you higher. I want to pray for you today. God, in Jesus' name, we do give you glory. God, in Jesus' name, we thank you, God, for what you're doing in us. Now, God, in the name of Lord Jesus, take your people higher. God, in the name of Lord Jesus, do a work in us and through us. God, in the name of Lord Jesus, for every person here, for every person online, for every pastor, for every preacher, for every lay person, for every leader, for every bishop, for every supervisor, take us higher. God, you know our hearts. You know our issues. You know our challenges. You know our needs. We ask you today to meet us where we are. And don't just get us through the storm, but lift us up over the storm. Take us higher. God, we give you glory. But there is revival in the land. We give you glory. That revival starts in us. God, in Jesus' name, we thank you. Now, bless God, your people, online, right here in front of me. To your honor, to your glory, we thank you. We see the tears. We see the pain. But we also see the victory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Come on, give God a hand clap of praise in the house. Won't you stand all over the church, all that are able. Stand all over the church, all that are able. If you've never accepted Jesus as the Lord and Savior of your life, today is your day. You need to get right with the Lord. You need to give your life to the Lord. We do thank God that we believe that this is a community of hope where everyone has a chance. And we don't care who you are, what you've done, or who you did it with. Don't care if you did it last night or woke up doing it this morning. But when you get to the house of the Lord, you're in the right place at the right time. 
to become all that God has called you to be. And we believe that God's got a blessing with your name. God's got a blessing with your name slam on it. If you've never accepted Jesus, the Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're here or if you're online and you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we want to give you that opportunity today. Or if you're already saved but you need a church home, we want to give you an opportunity to make Community of Hope your church home. We believe this is a wonderful, wonderful place. Or if you just want to rededicate your faith, God, I, I, I've been slipping and I just want to rededicate myself to you. If that is you on any of those areas, one, want to give your life to Christ, two, want to make Community of Hope your church home, or three, just want to rededicate your faith. Right where you are, won't you just lift your hand or online, won't you just say it's me? God bless you, I see your hand. Is there someone else today? Is there anyone else today? Well, just, I see your hand, I see your hand, I see your hand. I see your hands, I see your hands. I see your hands, I see your hands. God bless you, I see your hands. Won't you do me a favor? I just want us to be able to pray for you. I want our ministers to be able to just connect and see what brought you down. If you raised your hand, want to give your life to Christ, or, or want to join this church, or want to rededicate your faith, won't you just make your way right here to the front so our ministers can be able to uh, be able to speak with you and minister to you? Come on, won't you step out from where you are? Just tell your neighbors, excuse me, I want to go on down there. Come on, come on, it's not going to be nothing deep. We just want to be able to pray with you. Come on, somebody give God some praise. Online, we thank God for you. And online, online, we want you to be able to just be able to wherever you are, type Hope Decision, text Hope Decision to 474747. We want to get connected with you, get plugged in with you. We thank God for what God is doing in your lives and in your hearts. We thank God for our ministers who come to minister to those who are here. Do me a favor, stretch your hand. Matter of fact, matter of fact, and I know my preachers are preaching this with whoever's here, but for those who are online, uh, if you have never accepted Jesus and you want to accept him today or you want to join the church, I, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. It'll be my words, but your prayer. Matter of fact, all over the house, I want y'all just to repeat this prayer after me at the altar. You can do it as well. I want you to say, God, I thank you for Jesus who died for me and you raised from the dead that I could be saved. Please forgive me for my sins. I don't want to live that way anymore. And right now, I ask Jesus, come into my heart, be in control of my life. I want to live the way you want me to live and be the person you've called me to be. So I thank you that I'm saved, I'm saved, got a church home, rededicated my faith. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. God bless you, praise the Lord, God bless you.